This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. I'd like to shout out the biggest villain I know. It's the person that talks during the movie. Oh, that Makes, guy sucks. I hate that guy. And guess what? It's often me. Oh, anyway, no. And you know what? If I could talk to that guy, I'd say, how do you sleep at night? That's what I would say to this scourge of a person. <laughs> but I know what the answer already. I know the answer. Mattress Firm. Mattress mm. Firm has quality mattresses at every price for your best rest. Yes, even those who don't deserve to rest, like that person who talks during the movie, even they can get the bed that will make it happen from Mattress Firm. See a lower price at another retailer? Mattress Firm will match it up to 120 nights with their low price guarantee. Get matched at Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale and sleep at night, even if you're a bad person. Restrictions apply. See mattressfirm.com or stores for details. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hey there, Dean. It's Conan. It's Sona. Hey, Dean. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm amazing. It's so <laughs> surreal to meet you guys. I'm a huge fan forever. Conan, Simpsons nerd, Gorley, Gorley and Russ, Super Ego, everything you do. Uh, Sona, so nice. your integral parts of podcasts. And your episode of Conan Without Borders was really powerful. So wow. Yeah, Dean, you just won best yeah. opening by any fan mm -hmm. uh, on the or actually I'm gonna include all celebrities too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh been nice <laughs> if Obama had said half those things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you just made fun of me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which turns out to be, usually be the right move. Uh, that was very nice of you, Dean. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, where are you uh where are you coming from? Uh, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, okay. I was born and raised in central Maryland, and I am a professional sand sculptor. Whoa. Wow. Oh, let me get this straight. So people hire you to make a sand sculpture uh, on mm -hmm. the beach. Is that the idea? Uh, not always on the beach. Um, so I'm part of a team. Sandtastic is who we are. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it wouldn't be sand sculpture without a painfully annoying pun. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I joined, uh, Santastic's been around for about 30 years. I've been on the team for about 11 years, but we do everything from uh, tabletop sculpture indoors to hundreds of tons outside. We do a 35 foot tall Christmas tree in West Palm Beach every year. So wow. a wide now, range of events. So uh, break this down for me. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, is the beach the most common place where you do the sand sculpture? People uh, are, yeah, are I, I mean, I'd say... But surprisingly, I'm probably only on the beach about 60, maybe 70% of the time. Wow. And yeah. so uh, the rest of the time, you're bringing truckloads of sand exactly. to, a, to a venue. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, how much do you prepare beforehand for what you're going to make? How much do you do any sketches of what this thing is going to look like? Do you think about it? Yeah, sometimes. Um, a lot of times it's uh, a lot of corporate events. So it's usually, you know, our logo, nice and central, and then some, you know, dancing fish or whatever they would like. Um, <laughs> when we're dealing with sketches, um, there are so many variables when it comes to a sand sculpture that to do a blueprint um, can be a little iffy sometimes. But for instance, uh, if we're working for Disney World, um, they will actually provide us with, you know, one of their artists' sketch of what they want us oh, to do. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, listen, I don't mean to diss <laughs> Disney. Obviously, uh, they're the best. And I know uh, Nat Gorley, a former employee and probably still wired. <laughs> now, nest of vipers, say whatever you want. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, Disney would be very controlling. And have you ever been asked to make a sand sculpture of a company that you just found was vile? Like this company manufactures weapons that are sold to children in foreign countries to, to, to uh, fight, to, to, to rob people of blood diamonds, that kind of thing. And you're like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm going to walk. We, we may or may not have done a Trump sculpture, but this was pre-2016. It was for one of his resorts. Oh, right. Know, Back I, when he was a good human. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back when I was less worried about his effect on the world as a whole. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, who knew? We were all, you know, we were all Team Trump then uh, because exactly. we thought of him as a... A great humanist, uh, philanthropist, um, and free thinker. So uh, anyway, so you did a Trump. Now, did you do you remember making the the bust of Trump on? Uh, um, the- I actually I was not on that job. It's just in our you know log of portfolio images. But uh, as I recall, it was just kind of a big, as you can imagine, big Trump logo, just his name. Oh, I there. see. Oh, uh, just the name. Yeah, but guess what? I'm sure he saw it and thought, not big enough. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever cheat? Do you guys, is there anything in the sand sculpting world that's considered cheating? Like you uh, have a form that you're building around and you and you sort of glue the sand onto like it. Like styrofoam. Yeah, like there's a yeah. styrofoam form and then you put some glue on it and, and, and then you just, sh- you shoot, you fire sand out of it, out of a pressurized hose. <laughs> and, in, yeah. and in 11, yeah, and in 11 minutes you have a quote sand sculpture <laughs> Uh, Are you aware of, A, have you guys ever done that? I don't think you have. You seem uh, like you have great integrity. Have you ever seen one of your rivals in the sandcastle building business do that? You know, it's to do, to put a structure underneath a sand sculpture. Some people think that's the way to go, but it's actually much more dangerous that we had, there was an infamous Majab in Macau, China that I unfortunately, that fortunately I was not a part of where they wanted to save money on sand. So they built this wooden structure underneath, but it was just collapsing left and right. And then there's just a void 30 feet down to the concrete. So structurally just to have a solid compacted pile of sand, that's the best way to do it. For the tabletop sculptures, we will put a foam core I knew it. it. I knew it. <laughs> well, it's Exposed. that or have the table collapse in the break. Well, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you take shortcuts in this business and then support the table in some way. But don't come to me and say I'm a sand sculpture, <laughs> but there's a foam form underneath. <laughs> and we're doing it to help the table. I'm sorry, Dean. This is over. This is serious. Okay. This is the angriest I've been in my life. (laughs) Where are you going to get your sand sculptures if you don't go to Santastic? This is my Watergate. I have lost faith 
<laughs> I've lost faith in everything. Oh, I have man. failed my team. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a question. Sure. Uh, do you, have you ever, I think this would be really fun. You know the way um, a pool shark will hustle people? Like, mm -hmm. you know, wander in and go like, ah, I don't know much about pool. And well, which end do I hold? <laughs> oh, well, I guess I could give it a try. And then kabing, kabang, kaboom, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click. And they're just wiping the table clean. Have you ever gone to a beach and you've seen some people making a, even some kids making a like child. a sand, yeah. a child making a sandcastle. And you're like, oh, that's pretty nice. I'll give it a try, but it'll never be as good as yours. And suddenly your sandcastle is 800 feet in diameter. It has a working drawbridge. <laughs> and it's just the most, it looks like an aerial shot of something in Prague. It's just absolutely <laughs> stunning. And the kid's crying and you're like, I guess it's easier than it looks, huh? <laughs> that's you my first done? time. I, that's what, I, I bring that up. Naturally. That's what I would do if I were you. Yeah. You, would kick you would kick sand into that child's face. Yeah. I would because Ridicule I'm, them. Yeah, because be, I'm stronger than the child. I'm not threatened by the child. Right, it, right. It is of pretty sweet. When we're, when we're on the beach doing something, we'll, inevitably I'll see families cropping up, you know, building their own sand sculptures because they've been inspired. And oh. I'll usually pop over and, you know, if I see something's falling, I'll, I'll give them some tips here and there. But no, I'm never trying to like trounce a child's sand sculpture. <laughs> you guess, well, guess what? Yeah, you're no longer my hero. Because oh, no. that's exactly what I would okay, do. I'll be good. Hey, I have, uh, I'm curious about something. Um, sure. Which is, have you ever had a, you're on a gig, and you're building kind of an important sand sculpture and it looks like it's going pretty well. And then it takes a turn and it's like you pull out the wrong Jenga peg. It just completely goes south. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely happens. You know, you, you get better with age and practice. Um, I have still waking nightmares about this one job. I was on a, a solo gig for a week to just trick out this sand castle for an outlet mall in Alabama and it was just bad news from day one. Didn't have a tent. It was raining. There was lightning striking in the parking lot next to me. Oh my I God. had two good days where I got a 12-foot castle. It was looking prime. And then I pop one form and two days of work just gone <gasps> in an instant. So oh my God. I did my best to get it back to where it was, but it never was quite what the client first saw. Um, but that was years and years ago. I was, uh, another one was, I was doing a bust of Ron Burgundy. I was right down at his tie, did one slice across the bottom and the whole face just slid. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Oh, no. But you just gotta take a laugh and You know, I, can, I, I will tell you, I've known Will Ferrell for about 25 years. Sure. I know him well. And if it's any consolation, his face often collapses. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole front, just uh, every now and then I go to adjust his tie and it just, the whole face comes off. <laughs> so it just may be something structurally wrong with his head and not with your work. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. 
With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, yeah. find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Brian Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT. Now ADT professionally installs Google Nest products so your home is safe and smart. You can check in on your home and manage your security systems from virtually anywhere. Google Nest cams can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. You can know that there's a package out there. I know. And not a person. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, sometimes a person rings the doorbell and I think it's a package. Anyway, (laughs) and with Nest Aware as part of your monthly ADT service, you can get 30 days of event video history, even smarter notifications like when a familiar or unfamiliar face is seen. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just a tap. I'm always setting off alarms accidentally. This is helpful for me. Oh, good. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, well, you got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are trademarks of Google LLC. On the way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste. Of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it It's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. All right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.
not. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it and Saturn. <laughs> that's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. I can't imagine having to build a sandcastle in the rain. It just sounds like it's impossible. You yeah. can't you can't build a sand structure in the rain. Mm -hmm. That should be in your contract that the minute it starts raining, you are not responsible. You are that would be nice, but I, I've spent many a day in my rain gear, almost fruitlessly sculpting. But you can block out things and set yourself up for the next day. I've done sand sculpture while being snowed upon. Uh, we were doing things in uh, Maryland and Virginia Beach for they do like polar plunge events. So we'll do like what we'd call Logo Mountain for all the sponsors and stuff. So yeah. I've been in some pretty treacherous uh, weather still. Doing Dean, sand uh, do you ever are you ever tempted to switch to a more permanent medium? Yeah, like building real <laughs> castles. Yeah, or, or, or you know, you're obviously a talented sculptor, so working with, say, granite or some kind of stone so mm. that your great-grandchildren can look upon ye works and despair. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that question a lot. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a cathartic experience to put that much time, I mean, even if it's one day or a week on something, and then walk away from it, but... You have your photos and that's kind of all you need. I still have paintings from college that I would love to get out of my closet. So as long as I got my digital photo, I'm happy. Okay. Quite, and also what's the life expectancy of a sand sculpture in just say normal conditions? Say something, is it, is it an hour and a half? Is it, is it, a, is it does, does, uh, do they ever last a day? Have you ever made something so great that you wanted to cover it in some sort of epoxy so it lasts a little longer? <laughs> uh, it, we, we do try and keep it as ephemeral as it is. Um, but wow. we've had sand sculptures stay outside for months. Oh, um, so what? Yeah, structurally, it is just wet, compacted sand. That's what holds it up and together. When something is finished and some might say this is cheating, but it's really just preservation. We will spray a really diluted sealer on it, but it's I like, knew it. Uh, there, there. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> My, I am the Poirot, the Hercule Poirot 
of sand sculpture. I am what? a de- I am a detective okay. who Agatha Christie famous. Yeah. He willingly he offered that up. You didn't. No, I earlier. Did you see what I did? Said, aren't you ever tempted to apply an epoxy that Planted made Dean oh. feel safe talking about it? And uh. because of my questioning, my incredible Sherlock. Holmesian queries. What we're finding is that Dean uh, uses uh, sometimes a styrofoam core (laughs) and uh, or an epoxy. And I think for those reasons, you should never be allowed in the Sandcastle Olympics again. That's doping. I'll I'll, I'll throw my trial down tonight. But it's it's really just like paint on your house. So as much as the paint on your house holds it together, sure, we all make skin on it. We all tell ourselves little rationalizations. I've done it. I've done it too. I'll just do this one Viagra ad, and then uh, (laughs) soon that's all I'm talking about. Um, And my my pact with the devil is done. Although I'll tell you that stuff works. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Oh come on! Hey, what are you talking? How can I help you? Yeah, so what are you talking? Yeah, what are you talking? (laughs) What are you talking? What are you talking there? What, uh, do you have a question for me, Dean? How can I help you? Uh, I do. You know, uh, given your encyclopedic knowledge of history and, uh, let's well, say. I, I wouldn't say that. I have, I, I have, it's an, it's an interest of mine, but there are yeah. many, many holes in my knowledge. You okay. Know? I would probably well, do terribly on Jeopardy. But anyway, at, go ahead. at least with that, and, uh, let's call it your Conan centric, uh, modus operandi here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could go back in time, Mm-hmm. What moment in history would you change to benefit yourself and no one else? Whoa, Ooh. good question. Wow. Uh, wow, that's a really good question. I think I would go back to, uh, say, the, the Renaissance. And what I would try and do is steer, you know, ar- around the time that Michelangelo is making his you know, sculpture of what David would look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no. and, and that, oh, and, God. A certain, what, what people call a canon of beauty, you know, a certain oh. standard of what, oh, no. of what is beautiful. Oh. I would steer things, I would do my best to steer things away from that, make uh, a long, lanky, disproportionate oh. body <laughs> wow. desirable. Uh, oh. I would try and make very... Pale skin, like sickly pale, desirable. I would do my best to make sure that uh, red hair uh, is considered uh, a sign of masculinity. So I would do everything to steer things so that that later on that became... You know, people are wearing red wigs with no, pompadours. People are marble in God. the world. People are uh, people are adjusting their having their pants cut so their legs look extra long and their torsos extra short. Uh, oh. The I Vitruvian would, man is just you there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yes, no. Vitruvian man is me uh, with. I mean, and so I don't even fit in the circle. My legs come out of the circle. Uh, so of you Vitruvian just nude man. spread eagle on that wheel there. Yeah, and this whole thing about like you know. Uh, what's the standard for a penis? I'd fix that. I'd fix a lot of things. You know, you know, it would be it would become just accepted as the artistic. You know, you would end his career. 
as a painter yeah. or in a, and an artist. What are you talking about? Destroy him. Yeah, he would no, present that as ideal beauty and yeah. everyone would be like, No, I would say guy. I'd People be would laugh at No, him. I would be Riots. working with, I would not just be working away at him, I'd be working away at a lot of people and I'd secretly, I'd say, oh my God, finally, I, I'm, I'm going to pay extra for this long-legged statue. Um, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, <laughs> what a nightmare. I would do that. I would try and steer... The Renaissance canon of beauty away from this stupid concept of proportional, well-muscled bodies. <laughs> um, penises that actually go straight instead of wildly veering off to the left. <laughs> oh, God. And Would it heading, be called the Statue of Conan <laughs> instead of David? <laughs> Look, I probably uh, said too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> incredible, incredible, Dean. This ended terribly. Uh, you had a very good question, and my answer was the height of uh, nonsense. Yeah, Dean, and we've done you a great disservice here today. That yeah, yeah. I, I could be no less proud. This is amazing. <laughs> um, well, you sound like a very. Uh, I, I love that you're you're a very creative person. You're an artist, and uh, it's. I think it's very cool what you're doing. I really do. Well, thank you. And and if you're thinking geological time, I really believe all statues. They're here and then they're gone. And they're, and as we know now, politically, statues uh, are coming down left and right because That's we right. erect statues to people and then 60 years later we go, wait a minute. Um, yeah, you're know about the trend. Yeah, and so what you're doing actually makes a lot more sense to me. I think I've mentioned this on another podcast, but I do believe that all statues of all figures should be made of like a very soft soap. Mm-hmm. And then- <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they should have like a five year expiration mark, and then people need to decide: do we keep this statue up? Right. We need term limits on sculptures. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. And so, literally, the statue is going away. And if the person's still beloved, you go, no, 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 no. I'm. I still think you know. And then you, okay, good. Let's build it back up again, and it lasts another five years. That's, That's right. my concept. Is that because this business of it's here for all time? I don't know why Catherine Hepburn is suddenly. Uh, <laughs> Part of the podcast, but anyway, I, I think you're uh, what you're doing is actually correct. It is correct and kind of beautiful that they don't last. I think yeah. the old tired joke is we call it job security. <laughs> Very nice, <laughs> Dean. Nice. Can I suggest for your masterpiece that you do a sand sculpture of the statue of Conan? The David version of Conan. Sometime. No, he doesn't well, have to. Okay. Uh, you know, I could. Look, now that you mentioned that, um, you know, to preface this, I the last two years have obviously been horrible. And yeah, especially yeah. in those first six months, I truly leaned on you for emotional and mental oh. well-being. Uh, for you guys to continue through everything and keep putting out just joy was such... Oh, that's so nice Such of you to say. To, to my happiness. So good, as a thank good. you, I have uh, I've made something for you. <gasps> oh, my oh my God. God. That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. It's a sand sculpture of the in like a 3D freeze of yes. the logo of this podcast. That is it's, so cool. It's gorgeous. And you know what? For a second, I'm like, that's my tombstone. 
That's, no. Yeah, that's it. I mean, whenever my time comes, and I hope it's not for a while, that's it. It's, I want it to be a- You've only got a couple of months at most for that to last, so I don't want to make any suggestions. No, look, I know what Dean's going to do. He's going to, he's going to hose it down with some epoxy so it lasts (laughs) at least six months, and that's about as long as people are going to be visiting my grave. (laughs) And then they're going to quickly move on. Well, Dean- you know what? I'm. It's uh, heartening, uh, and to to know that you've been out there listening. And uh, I know it's been a tough time for a lot of people, but um, you will persevere. You will thrive, uh, and you deserve all good things. And thanks for being so creative and so nice. And onward and upward. Things are getting a lot better now, Dean. So, and thank I, you for making that hope. sculpture. That's cool. Yeah. Of course. The least I could do. It was really an honor to be here and meet you guys. Definitely. Hey, honor, honor to meet you, Dean. Really cool. Yeah. You're a good man. You're living the dream, Dean. You're living the I Dean. Know. You are. <laughs> oh, Dean machine. Dean dream. Yeah. I'm sorry about Matt. There's only so much we can do with him. <laughs> I'm not sorry about me. I'm getting a ventriloquist dummy soon. <laughs> <laughs> You'll miss me. You'll miss me when I'm gone. Take care, Dean. Thank you. Bye, Dean. Thanks. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.